Have you ever wondered why banks sometimes do things that are not quite clear? In this series, I have Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank, and she's going to be talking about the Bank Secrecy Act and how that might apply to you as a business owner. Listen and enjoy. Thank you. Yes, please don't ask that. <laughs> do not go up to the teller and ask them, okay, you know, I've got this cash. I need to bring it in, but I don't want it to be reported. So what's the threshold? And if I take it over here to this branch, will it... The, just the fact that you are asking that the teller has to report that you wanted to structure transactions. It's called structuring. You know, how many times have you said, I've got a secret and I'm not telling, you know, and the banks have secrets too, but it's not because they want to have secrets. It's because they have a bank secrecy act. And so we thought we would take and pull the cover off of the secrets in the bank secrecy act and talk about them and how it might affect you as the business owner and a client of, of a bank. Robin, thank you. This is Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank. And we are in the demystifying stage of talking about lending and banking and business owners. Yeah, I, I always feel like I need to talk about the Bank Secrecy Act because it's a law. First of all, it was created in like 1971 or 1972 to at least find racketeering and drug rings and money laundering being done through the banking system. And then after 9-11, with the Patriot Act, the Bank Secrecy Act was strengthened. So several things were added to the Bank Secrecy Act that banks have been doing since 2001. And then the Patriot Act just continues to be renewed by Congress. And so these stay in place. And I'm not telling any secrets. This is all, I mean, you can look up the Bank Secrecy Act. You can look at the regulations. It's public knowledge or it's publicly available, but I don't think it's public knowledge. Most people do not understand how much the bank is reporting about you. And not just under penalty of law for the bank, but under penalty of law for individual employees who do not follow the Bank Secrecy Act. So this is a particular law where the employee themselves can be assessed what is called a civil money penalty or assessment where they have to pay a fine because they didn't follow the Bank Secrecy Act. So it's a really severe, there are severe penalties for not following it. That's how serious the Bank Secrecy Act is looked at by bank regulators and by bankers in general. So with that being said, one must not cross the Bank Secrecy Act. And I think our favorite you know, discussion is the one about, well, you know, if I deposit X dollars at this bank and X dollars at this branch and X dollars at this branch, says, is that a reportable thing? Says, no, nope, already did. Yes, please don't ask that. <laughs> Do not go up to the teller and ask them, okay, you know, I've got this cash. I need to bring it in, but I don't want it to be reported. So what's the threshold? And if I take it over here to this branch... Just the fact that you are asking that the teller has to report that you wanted to structure transactions, it's called structuring. There are basic thresholds under the Bank Secrecy Act. $10,000 is a general- 99 is uh, not going to cut it? I think it's $10,001. So $10,001 and above yeah. of cash in one business day. But it's not just one business day. The bank is looking at, well, did you put- 4,000 at this branch? And did you put 6,000 at this branch? Over the last 90 days, how much cash have you put in and taken out? And is it a pattern? Is it normal for your business? So, I mean, the bank is looking at all kinds of cash transactions and reporting based on thresholds, but also reporting under something called a suspicious activity report. 
SARS and suspicious activity reports are required. Banks report on all kinds of things. Structuring is one. The types of cash transactions you're doing are another. Now, there are some businesses that are always going to deal in cash or they deal in cash more often than other businesses. Car dealers often deal with lots of cash. Liquor stores deal with lots of cash. There are kind of what we call high-risk businesses. They're high-risk only because of, from the standpoint of the cash transactions that they're doing. But then, you know, the bank is just watching the kinds of cash that are coming in. And then you kind of reach this exemption level because they're just used to it. They know that you are a business that's going to deal with a lot of cash. But I would just say the bank is watching how much cash is going in and out. And they are reporting if it is out of pattern. And they are also reporting if you are trying to structure things. So don't ask a bank employee about structuring because just the fact you ask them is a reportable incident. And I think you're better off if you've got 20 grand in cash, just deposit the 20 grand. I mean, it's going to get reported. So what? I mean, if you really look at what the Bank Secrecy Act has caught, what kinds of crimes? I mean, it caught Elliot Spitzer in New York, you know, hiring prostitutes. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that kind of rises to the top. And in general, Banks know that you're going to be bringing in cash and leaving with cash. That's just how we all do business. And so it's just going to get reported. That's it. I mean, it's, I would just don't structure it, just do it and, and let it get reported if, that, if that's what has to happen. Well, you know, in the regulatory environment, employees are required to complete a certain amount of training on a periodic basis on money laundering and structuring and all of these things that they've discovered that are attached to nefarious activities. And so it's not like the employee at the institution is not going to be aware because they're required by law to be trained and on a frequent basis. And so it's just part of the gig. It's not something the bank dreamed up. You know, it's not their fault because what happens to a bank that does not take in and stay within the rules? What happens to them if they violate the rules? They'll be assessed a, a penalty at the bank level, at the board level, and it's an enforcement action. You know, it's an enforcement action by the regulators. And it's not just banks. Investments, investment houses have to follow Bank Secrecy Act. Anybody really, any kind of business that's dealing in money is going to have to follow the Bank Secrecy Act. And so you can have an enforcement action against your bank or against your financial institution or your investment institution for not following it. U.S. government takes it very seriously. And Bank Secrecy Act is reviewed in all of our, we spend a lot of time and money on ensuring that we're in compliance with the Bank Secrecy Act. Well, we don't have a secret anymore. No. (laughs) No. Not about this anyways. <laughs> about this video. Robin, thanks so much for shedding some light on why it matters and the Secrecy Act and the laws and reasons behind it. So I appreciate that. Thank you.